right, welcome everybody to episode 135 of the DC Comics News Podcast, where we talk everything DC, movies, TV streaming, comics, and even other news. I'm your host, Brad Tookie, and with me today is Kendra Hale, who we haven't uh, heard from in a while. So, Kendra, it's great to have you back. Uh, welcome aboard, and how are you doing? Good. It's good to be back. It's been forever. Yeah. How are you doing, Brad? I'm doing okay. I'm hanging in. Can't complain. So, got some news, uh, starting with some movie uh, news. Uh, Andy Muschietti shared a new photo from the Flash movie. Uh, what did you think of this picture? Instantly Batman. Instantly excited. I love, I love it when they just do these little like quick snippet shots of, that could mean anything it could mean absolutely anything and i love it what about you brad what did you take away from seeing it yeah i i loved it um i kind of hope they use it for uh for the poster in a way uh you know i i the more i learn and see from this movie the more i think that batman's going to play a major part um and I think that that's maybe a smart thing, uh, especially if that means more of Michael Keaton's Batman. But it definitely they're definitely leaning into the Batman angle to this movie. So that just makes me more excited. And, and I really like uh, Muschietti's work. So I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to this one. And speaking of Batman, uh, Matt Reeves and I uh, hope I'm saying this right, Giacchino, the conductor and the guy who is writing the score, showed off some new material from the Batman. Uh, what was your takeaway from this? There's any time that anything is shared, it's it's awesome because it gives fans a look into what what vision they're trying to create and what they're doing to bring it up on the screen. And I'm excited. I love that they waited for the the Happy Batman Day. <laughs> yeah, right. I, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> how perfect is that? Yeah, very. But very I perfect. I really love seeing the behind the scenes stuff and seeing him, you know, show just a portion of him of it. Him doing the conducting. I'm so excited to see what else he's going to be bringing to it. What about you? I absolutely loved what I heard in that little clip. Uh, the article described it at, as epic, and it definitely is. It definitely has all that the hallmarks of a big superhero cinematic score. Uh, very booming and loud and epic. So judging from that score alone, um, I, you know, everything, this is another one, uh, you know, just it makes me more excited. Uh I, I, I lately with DC, I feel like I'm Mikey from the Life commercials. Oh, give it to Mikey; he'll eat anything. You know, I just think anything <laughs> DC, I'll be a fan of because I'm, you know, I'm so excited with what they're doing. But yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see to see this movie. I, I, I can't wait. This is the way that Suicide Squad was my most anticipated movie of this year. I think the Batman's going to be my most anticipated movie of next year for sure. And still. On the track of Batman news, uh, the Batman Year One animated movie is getting a re-release with a new bonus feature for its 10th anniversary. Uh, what do you What do you think of this? Are you going to be picking up this Blu-ray? I think that I will actually, because I, I was looking through the list of all the stuff they're going to have on um, on the special features, and while the price point of 33 is a little bit much, just for me personally, anybody else, you know, to each their own. But for the special features alone, having all of the new featurettes and the conversations, seeing, you know, the little animated shorts and even what looks like they're going to have these little movie flashbacks, that in itself is, is going to be the cool part of it. Because, yes, with them having it in the Ultra HD, you're going to want to see if there was anything that you missed this time around as you look through in that new quality. But the extra features are, I think, what's going to make it worth it. What about you, Brad? I I might uh, I'm really kind of looking forward to seeing the uh, the uh, Jim Gordon bonus feature that's that's new for the set uh, and being such a Harley Quinn animated series fan I hope that they can mention at least that version of Jim Gordon because it is one of my favorites so I really 
right. in my own selfish way, I hope that uh, the Harley Quinn, Jim Gordon gets a mention in that uh, in that bonus feature. But yeah, this you know, like you said, that's a pretty high price point, but it is you know packed to the gills with some bonus features. Uh, right. So you know, I, I think there's a lot there for fans to digest. So yeah, I think this is overall it's going to be a pretty good set. And uh, next is that um, comedian podcast host Mark Marin is going to be playing Lex Luthor in the League of Super Pets. Uh, what was your takeaway from this? I'm so excited. <laughs> I really am. I love this man. Marin can do no wrong. And, you know, getting... Getting him as Lex Luthor is going to be absolutely great, especially when you look at the voice cast for the Super Pets themselves. I mean, like with Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart, I mean, just just for a small list of, you know, the big people that are coming on for it. But having him be Lex Luthor, I cannot wait to see and hear how he how he approaches the role and what kind of of fun that he's going to bring to it. What about you, Brad? I yeah I this is one of my favorite stories this week. Uh, you know, it, it's funny if you listen to his podcast. He has kind of said you know again and again. I I just don't get these superhero movies. I just don't get it. I don't get it. And now I say welcome aboard. Now you now you might be able to get that a little more now that you're into this world. And the the voice cast in this like is is incredible. Um, it's really it's worth you know checking out just because of the cast like you said Dwayne The Rock Johnson Kevin Hart now we got Mark Maron the list is just I mean those those are legends so I think that that cast alone is going to bring a lot of people uh, you know into to into this intent to watch it which could help with Mark Maron's exposure and wanting to be more part of this nerd world so to Mark I say Welcome aboard, and we hope you like the ride. As they say in Shang-Chi, <laughs> welcome to the circus. So, uh, <laughs> And moving on to uh, TV streaming news, uh, it looks like we might be getting a Penguin series uh, as a spinoff from uh, the Batman. What was your take on this? Will you be watching it? Now, let's be serious. If your favorite story is the Marin story, this one is mine because even the hints of having a penguin series where they would go into the background of Oswald Oswald Cobblepot, even even having that opens so many doors to where they may be like, okay, if this one does well, why not look at any of the number of other people that we could do series on, and how amazing as a fan would that be? And the fact that they're looking at Colin Farrell. Um, I mean, they don't have him yet, but the fact that they're looking at him since he'll be in the film, how cool would that be to have those universes united? Not only your film canon, but then you also have this off offshoot on HBO where he would be potentially in the TV series as well, continuing to play that role and explore it even more deeply. I am excited for everything that could potentially come from this. Brad, what about you? I... Yeah, I'm very excited, but uh, I just don't want to get too excited uh, because this seems very early, early, early in planning stages. So I'm trying not to get my hopes up too high that we ever actually get to see this and it makes, you know, makes the light of day. But right. one thing that one thing that's interesting is that Warner Brothers may be very happy with what they're seeing in the Batman so, you know, the, you know, to to this would be the second spinoff that's been announced. So I think right. that that means that the studio is very happy with what they're seeing in the Batman. And I mean, depending on, uh, you know, how you feel about Warner Brothers, that could be a good or bad thing. Uh, you know, because Warner Brothers has made some not so smart decisions when it comes to DC properties in the past. But right. uh, I, I think that. It, at least surface-wise, I think it bodes well for how good the movie is going to be. Um, and, you know, man, I man, I cannot wait for fandom. Because hopefully we'll get, to, well, well, we will be seeing a new Batman trailer, but hopefully we'll get maybe a little bit more information on this and more like, uh, you know, some concrete info that it's really going to happen. But, you know, w one day at a time and hopefully, hopefully it will 
will come to fruition. Right. And uh, got some news that uh, Ethan Hawke will be voicing Batman in the Batwheels animated show. Uh, what was your takeaway from this? I'm excited. I, I, that just seems to be my theme of today. But I am because I love seeing DC expand upon themselves into markets that they haven't really like stepped foot in before. And this one having a preschool show where you have all these animated, you know, all these cars that, you know, can talk and are set up in Gotham. Having Ethan Hawke come on board is really cool. I mean, you have so many people in the voice cast that are going to be lending themselves to this and giving, you know, the DC material to a younger audience and basically setting them up to be fans for life. And Ethan Hawke gets to be a part of that as as Batman and gets to join the leagues of Batman. So I'm I'm kind of really excited to see him stepping it stepping up for it. What about you? Yeah, I think that's that's pretty impressive that they got Ethan Hawke. I mean, he, he seems to be a guy that doesn't just throw his name on anything, you know. Like if, right. if, if he's going to participate, he must really like the material that he's working with. So that that's uh, again, that's kind of a good sign for the show. And, and you're absolutely right that DC is being really smart with getting kids while they are young into the, you know, to be fans for life of these characters. And this seems right. like this idea of the, the talking uh, Batmobile and the, the motorcycle, the motorcycle the and, yeah, all that seems like such a great idea to get well, kids and in into the article, it. In the article, you get like just this little quick glimpse and not only what the the human characters are going to look like with bruce and batgirl and robin but you also get to see the cars and i can already see i can already see the toy line yeah yeah oh yeah for sure uh that's gonna be on a lot of kids christmas list i think uh because batman is just such a popular character you can't go wrong and say you know putting batman on something is almost a way to print money you know, so but but this could be a really good opportunity, you know, to get those young fans, like we said. And, um, you know, and it's I, I think there are a lot of adults out there that grew up with this stuff, you know, with Batman and Robin. And, you know, it's a great way to get their kids into it. And with Ethan Hawke, maybe there will be a little bit more. um you know, something for the adults in it, too, that are that, that are watching it with their kids. They can take away something, whether it's jokes or what have you. So, yeah, I think that's a, that's a very good sign for the show overall. Right. And on to Peacemaker News, we got our first little glimpse of a uh, picture from from the show. Uh, what was your takeaway from from this pic? Well, I mean, it's hard not to giggle at the picture. (laughs) But, I mean, I I think that people who have watched and had the chance to see the Suicide Squad movie have already developed a a very certain set of feelings about Peacemaker. (laughs) So, I I think that it's very apropos, this picture of Peacemaker. (laughs) What about you, Brad? Yeah, I... Yeah, I... (laughs) It definitely looks like they're... uh on a budget here and i don't mean the show itself i just mean our new task force x crew and i'm glad that they're they're bringing back uh john and amelia from suicide squad uh i I enjoyed their characters so i think that's it's kind of cool to see them back on board um yeah i mean you know i didn't get to see too much here just a bunch of them sitting around the table but we do get a glimpse of vigilante who i always thought was one of my uh favorite unsung dc hero so um, the fact that we're getting a live action vigilante in any way is is kind of a cool thing i think for me because he was such an obscure character that i always that i always enjoyed right um even though he may not have aged well he was kind of like dc's version of the punisher in a way but um yeah it's it's kind of cool to see that character well and, and it also it's a precedent for us as well because with them taking maybe not everybody from the Suicide Squad movie, but bringing in and making Peacemaker, having those similar characters and having John return, I think that that sets us up really well for them to have it to where in the future they'll take from not only movies, but they'll bring that into the the canon for the TV shows. So one can, one can hope. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And 
Up next is uh, a fun story uh, that uh, the animation team behind Harley Quinn is going to be doing an episode of Lucifer. Uh, this might be one of my other one of my favorite stories from this week. Uh, what do you think of this? Who would not be all up for this? I mean, having that cast come into Lucifer, I mean, hands down, I'm right there with you. I cannot wait to see this play out and see the chaos that is about to unfold. Brad, what what are you most looking forward to? Well, you know, I, I the, the way they animate, and I think that the, the this article even mentions it, how human they seem and how emotional. And I think that's going to fit in well with the Lucifer characters. So I think that's a lot. That's going to be a lot of fun. And um, as far as what I'm looking forward to, I'm just looking forward to the character designs as much as anything, seeing what they're going to look like and seeing a little more about what the story might be. And if it's the Harley Quinn crew, it's, it's definitely going to have some, some humor. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, <laughs> definitely looking forward to this. I can't wait to see. I, I hope, I mean, I guess because... Well, maybe they can because it's Netflix. Maybe they can get away with stuff like right. they, they do well, I mean, on Harley Quinn. Right. I mean, even looking at the title itself, the Yabba Dabba Do Me, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, my hopes are very, very high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And with that, we are going to take a quick break. And we're going to come back with some comic book and other news. So uh, stick around. We'll be right back. This is Seth Singleton from DC Comics News, here to tell you about the Spinner Rack. Each and every week, DC Comics publishes so many great books, it can be hard to decide where to invest your time and money. And that's where the Spinner Rack comes in. The Spinner Rack is my honest attempt to rate, review, score the top five books from DC Comics each and every week. How can you listen? It's easy. All you have to do is go to your favorite platform, subscribe to DC Comics News Podcasts, and wait for the new episode to load up. Join me each and every week as I sift through the best from DC Comics and pick my top five books. Can't wait to share them with you and to hear your scores when you share them with us right here on the DC Comics News Podcast. Hello listeners, this is Tony Farina from DC Comics News and an occasional guest on Comics in Motion. I'm pleased to announce a new show called Indie Comics Spotlight. Each week, my guests and I will be taking a deep dive into a current title or a classic graphic novel from a publisher other than the big two. Consider this show the best of the rest. My hope is that we'll bring new readers to independent comics and give old readers a chance to share their thoughts. Join me each week in the Comics in Motion feed in your favorite podcast catcher. First, there was the DC Comics News podcast. Then came the Spinner Rack. And now, the third show brought to you by the guys that brought you all that other stuff I just mentioned. I am the Knight. A story about the stories. A show celebrating Batman, the animated series. Week by week, episode by episode. Just when you thought it was safe to put on a pair of headphones. I am the Knight. Why, hello there. I'm Seth Singleton. And I'm here to tell you about Mad Pup. A Harley Quinn cast. Harley Quinn? Harley f***ing Quinn? What have we learned from this crazy show? Making Bat Shark repellent relevant since 1966. Oh look, Gogurt. And we've gone completely off the rails. I hear the bat signal. Shut up and battle me, nards. I definitely do not in need of an adult-sized nemesis. Humans make good fertilizer. You can't f with Lois Lane. For f**k's sake. I'm a damn good cop. Lot of lasers. Mmm. Educational and informative. The DC Comics News Podcast Network presents Mad Love, the Harley Quinn cast. <laughs> Back to you, Seth. 
So, tell us your thoughts. We'd love to hear from everyone out there. Or not. That's really up to all of you. F***ers. Picture this. Someone who knows nothing about comics. Someone who knows comics from movies, TV, and video games. A complete ultra-comics nerd. You pick the character you want us to talk about. You send us the questions you want answered. You make the show. A podcast by fans. For fans. Making new fans. Superheroes. Or dummies. Part of the Comics in Motion Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? I am Kelly Gaines for DC Comics News. I am Tony Hasty for this show. And we are here to introduce our new show, DCN After Dark. This is the late night talk show for all of the wild ideas, fascinating concepts, and scandalous tales straight from the DC Universe. We are not going to hold any punches. We are going to give all of our opinions straight off the dome, and sometimes we'll be writing it down. It is not for the faint of heart. It is not for the sensitive ears. It is not for any children. Viewer discretion is going to be advised because we are going to be swearing a lot. Yes. Yeah. And possibly, maybe by episode five, getting to our hundredth joke. Here's <laughs> <laughs> hoping. <laughs> We're going to have guests on this show, we're going to be guests on other shows, but we're not going to finish this sentence. (laughs) Off the the cuff, let's go. Off the cuff, off the cuff. Anything you want, anything you want. Scooby-Doo would be a better detective than Jim Gordon. There you go. That's that is what this whole show is about. That's what the show is about. We're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about stuff like that. Should we have seen more of the bat? Go. No, no one had to see more of the bat. No, I didn't want God damn it. Look, all right. We're going to Scooby-Doo, DCN After Dark. Check us out. Watch us without your kids. And if you are a kid, you shouldn't have even seen this promo. Drink recipes, content creation, reviews, unsolicited advice, and very inappropriate jokes. Yes. And a Santa, uh, an un- unseasonable Santa hat. Except it's season, but whatever. Check us out. <laughs> Not getting rid of the Santa hat. <laughs> Available exclusively on YouTube. And welcome back to episode 135 of the DC Comics News Podcast. Uh, we are moving on to some comic book news. I'm your host, and with me is... Uh, Kendra Hale, and our first comic book story is uh, that we are going to be getting another Batman Beyond uh, limited series called Neo Year. Uh, what, what, was, what was your takeaway from this? Are you going to be reading this, Kendra? Oh, absolutely. 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 Ter- Terry McGinnis is my favorite future Batman, and I will definitely be on this. I mean, as soon as you hear that name, it's just like, oh my gosh. It's more Batman Beyond. Yes, it's only going to be a six-issue arc, but who cares? We're getting it. I'm so excited. Having Colin Kelly and Jackson Langzine come in and do everything in the writing sector along with Max Dunbar for the artwork, it's going to be an absolutely amazing ride, and I cannot wait. What about you? Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be a good one, and I like the idea of kind of throwing out similarities to year one like this is batman beyond's year one in a way um or at least maybe in the darkness you know the darker shades of the story but um yeah i'm I'm, this is here we go again like i said i'm like mikey i'll eat anything so these days that dc puts out so i yeah i'll be i'll be picking this one up for sure and yeah you're right uh mcginnis is a great uh, great character so yeah I'm, i'm all on board and something else we learned is that we are going to be returning to Gotham Academy in a backup story in 2022 with a story uh, focusing on uh, maps. So uh, what was your t- uh, takeaway on this? Are you going to be reading this one? I think I'm going to have to because it's going to be the second time that we're going to see maps and Batman team up. Um, I mean, in, in in previous one in Batman Black and White, number four, Maps was a Robin. So to see her and Batman, one, already have that established, you know, kind of 
kind of a relationship and then we're going right back to it after the disappearance of a classmate i'm kind of excited i mean it's always fun seeing different characters team up with batman and seeing how he interacts with them and vice versa so i'm i'm down to see what they're going to be bringing bringing to the plate even if it is going to be just a short short episode like just a little one one hitter quitter issue what about you yeah i I, i'm looking forward to it i'm hoping that uh that that's just kind of a hint of more plans for these characters and maps especially um you know moving forward uh it it made me want to dig up my gotham academy trades i haven't read them you know in a while so i'm going and refresh my memory a little bit um to these stories because i i there was so much that I did like about them. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing these characters again. And I, I think that with, you know, I, with Batman being such a popular character, he's got such a great supporting cast that I think that there is, you know, uh, I, I think that fans want more and more Batman and more and more of these characters, even the ones that we haven't seen in a while, like the Gotham Academy. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. And my main my main hope is that we get to see more of it, more than just this little backup story. And staying on the Batman theme, it uh, looks like we've got some more reveals about what's going to be happening in the Batman series after Fear State. Uh, what do you think of this? I think that whoever wrote this is inside of my head because yeah. <laughs> the very first line made me giggle. <laughs> Because they're like, in the grand comic book tradition of marketing, the next event, when the first or the current one just got started. (laughs) He's right. We just found out what Fear State is going to be about. And we're not even in the full throes of what Fear State is going to be, how it's going to affect the universe, who is going to, who's going to die and who's going to live and who's going to change their perspective. But we already have what's going to be coming up, at least hints of what's going to happen in December of this year, um, when they pick up in, you know, December 7th issue, and we get to meet this new villain called Abyss. And I love seeing him. I mean, you get a little bit of, of what he looks like, and I guess we're seeing his weapon here as well with this little intricate looking scythe thing. But I, 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 I love it. I love seeing these little things that tell you what's coming only because it makes you wonder where they came from and why are they there? Like, what were the ramifications of the current storyline? What about you, Brad? Yeah, exactly. It makes me wonder exactly what we're heading into here in Fear State. Um, and so far, you know, it's it's been great. So, yeah, and... You know, we're getting yet another new Batman villain. So it's definitely been um, an interesting, like, year and a half for, you know, or, I mean, what, how long is, well, longer than that, I guess. I guess Punchline's been around for a while now. But, you know, two, three years of new Batman characters. uh, And they've all been good, you know, between, like I said, Punchline, Miracle Molly, now Abyss. And, yeah, um, a great time to be a Batman fan. I'm looking forward to... Uh, to what comes after Fear State. So, yeah, I mean, I've um, Batman is a title that I've been consistent with now for a while, and I don't see that changing anytime soon with um, with this new stuff. And another new series that I will definitely be picking up uh, is we got some info on Swamp Thing Green Hell with Jeff Lemire turning back, coming back to write the character. Is this one you'll be picking up? Absolutely, because it's Jeff Lemire. Absolutely. Yep. Exactly. That man can do no wrong when it comes to writing. Everything that he has touched, it has been a complete and utter roller coaster ride emotionally, no matter who the main character is. So, yes, he, yes. As soon as I saw he was attached as the writer, yes. I, I must, yes. Oh, man. You're right. He can do no wrong. He's, he is a writer that if I see his name on something, I'll pick it up right? Um, without even knowing what it's about. It could just be a black cover with written by Jeff Lemire on it and I will pick it up. So yeah, th- th- he's, he's great. And what he can do with a character like um, Swamp Thing. Can't wait. Yeah. I loved what, you know, I loved what he did 
back in New 52 with Animal Man. So yes. uh, and I think you continue kind of that vibe with this. And it's great to have Alec Holland back too. to, you know, to see him going to be interacting with the new Swamp Thing, I think is going to be fun. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely these, looking these forward covers, to this. If, if you didn't get drawn in, if you didn't get drawn in by Jeff Lemire, the artwork will catch you. Yeah, yeah. These yeah, absolutely are completely sickening. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we're also getting a Batgirl series. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I think this is another one that we'll be picking up. Uh, yep. Yep, yep. So uh, what was your take on this? I love that when we're getting a Batgirl series, it's a Batgirls. So we're actually getting to see not just, you know, not just Babs, but we're finally getting to see Cassandra Kane and Stephanie Brown in their own, you know, in their own world. And... I love that we get to see things from their point of view. I'm I love that they they catch me with the managing to survive the dark, gritty, and oftentimes scary Gotham City. I cannot wait to see what they throw at these girls because they have a plethora of people to choose from that you could put into any of those categories. And I I really really look forward to enjoying this one. What about you? Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This is one of those things that I I, I see and I think, what took so long? This what? is a great idea. It should have happened years ago. So, but better late than never. So, yeah, I, I uh, I'm definitely going to be checking out checking out this one. And like you said, I can't wait to see what they're going to throw at these characters, especially at a point where, um, you know, Batman is probably this is probably going to take place when Batman is not in Gotham City. So they're going to have a lot of heavy lifting to do when it comes to crime fighting in Gotham. So, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they rise to that occasion. You know, so I think that these are going to be some really good stories. Well, and looking at the artwork, not only is it kind of quirky and fun, but you also have this one. It looks like it's going to be a cover for it where you have Babs in this mentorship role where she's letting go of the reins and just letting Cassie and Stephanie go while keeping an eye on them and just watching their progress. And how cool is that going to be? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, It's definitely way past due that we find, you know, that we get to kind of dig into these characters more. So yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. And moving on to a little Superman news, uh, we got a little more info on the world of Krypton series. And Kendra, you've been talking a lot about artwork this episode, um, but man, that little picture that they show in this article, I think, is just absolutely incredible. Uh, that black and white, just it could almost look like a pencil drawing, very detailed and just beautiful. Um, that makes even that picture alone makes me excited for this. So what what did uh, what did you think of this? I have to agree with you with when it comes to this artwork. If you have, I mean, you can have you can have the greatest writer in the world, but if you don't have that artwork to back it up, your story is only half good. I mean, you know what I mean. A book can only be so good with a with a story if the artwork isn't there to power, you know give it give it any kind of oomph. But with this one, the artwork is so powerful. It's just, it's jaw-dropping. It, I mean, even the two small images that we get, like you said, this black and white, and then the the cover that we get, mm-hmm. where it's going to be the variant of just a little baby. I mean, it. everybody knows, everybody, if you don't know, I don't know where you've been, but everybody knows the story of Superman and how he came to Earth. And how cool is it that we're finally going to get to see some prequel to that and get to see all of this stuff that was going on on Krypton, see the interactions between it. Honestly, this has potential to, to be one of the greatest, greatest stories for, for, I don't even know. I don't even know what timeline to give it. I'm, but it does. It, it has the feeling of kingdom come with this mm-hmm. artwork. And if it reaches that potential, I'm going to be so excited. What yeah. about you, Brad? I mean, I know yeah. you used the artwork, but. Yeah, it definitely has some amazing potential. Uh, and, you know, I, I like that it's because we, we've seen Krypton in, you know, right before 
everything blows up, you know, from Man of Steel to in the comics many times. Uh, we've seen the earlier days of Krypton as it was building up to this with uh, with the show like Krypton. And, and you know, so uh, this series has uh, the potential to hit at a time that maybe we haven't seen, if they can just spread that out into those right. days and months before instead of the years before and, like, a day before, you know. So there's there, there's a lot of fertile ground for some really interesting uh, storytelling, and um, I, you know, I, I wonder, you know, a lot of it, a lot of those, especially with the Krypton series itself, there's a lot of political wheelings and dealings, and I wonder if this series is going to do that or if it's going to go more um, family oriented and action oriented. But you know, either way, I think that, that there's some amazing potential for this. Like you said, to be like a kingdom come, to be one of those great stories. So, you know. Well, looking at it, I mean, they say that it's going to be six issues, which, I mean, that does limit a little bit. But we've seen what, what DC has been able to pump out with six issues before. And there have right. been some amazing stories told in six issues. But I agree with you. I think what's going to be really interesting to see is that in the synopsis it says that you know superman's father Jarrell, and the head of the planet's science council is making it his mission to try and save a world and i love this quote from the article to try and save a world that comic books tv series and films have already told us is doomed so you're going in this as a reader and as a fan already knowing what happens to krypton this isn't going to be set up as a as an elseworld series or as a different universe you're really going to get to see what happened in those however long time frame before Krypton goes. And that has the, the potential, like you said, they have everything they could possibly need to make this an amazing story. And that's got to be a tricky thing for a writer to make readers care about characters that they know are going to die, you know, right. or, you know, are not going to end up well. Um, so, yeah, this is... This this could be a really, really something special. I really hope it is, because this is probably going to be one of the ones I'm looking the most forward to. Yeah. And our last bit of comic book news. Uh, some rumors, speculation, some memes that may hint of Bendis writing uh, Batman. So uh, what was your takeaway on this country do you think you would read a bendis written batman i think i would (laughs) (laughs) um i just love it that they're like you know the the title for this article is so bad a small meme leads to some big speculation (laughs) this is 2021 ladies and gentlemen (laughs) (laughs) but i love it because he pokes so much fun at it because it's just a picture of batman things change let it happen i would love i would love to see brian michael bendis come on and and do batman give us even if it's just a a quick story just a fun story it doesn't even you know it doesn't even matter i mean i guess i would love to see the famous pitch of a batman daredevil crossover that would be cool but just let him have writing Batman and, and just to see what he comes up with, what point of view, what story he wants to tell, I would be there for it. What about you? Uh, you know, yes, I, I would I would totally read it. And I know, and you know, especially within our DC Comics News team, that Bendis' DC writing is very polarizing. But I personally, what I would like to see Bendis do with Batman is maybe a black label series where it was kind of a hard boiled detective story starring Batman. I think he could do a great job. Uh, I really like things like Jinx and Torso. And I think that that's that's something that he could really excel at it. You know, if they could maybe even do something outside of continuity, I think would be perfect. But um and I, I, I still have a soft spot for some of his dialogue. Uh, I, I thought Naomi was great. I know, so I, I think that he does still have it. So yeah, I would, I would totally, I would totally read a Bendis written Batman. So 
we'll see. You know, um, I, you know, if, if that becomes official, I think you're going to have a lot uh, as much anger and as excitement, and that's kind of a shame because I think that there was there was a time when Bendis could do no wrong, and I think for whatever reason he's a little bit his his reputation is a little bit tarnished. I don't think that the you know project leviathan was too well received so but i say give the guy a chance i still think he's definitely got some talent so i would i would read this for sure yes and now on to some other news uh looks like hbo max is going to be discounted for uh for six months and that's like a 50 percent discount so that's that's pretty incredible if you haven't gotten it yet uh so uh do you have a subscription if not would this discount uh you know spark you to get one <laughs> i've got one but here's the cool catch to all of this so not only are they offering a 50 percent discount for six months it's for not only new but returning customers so even if you you had a falling out with HBO or HBO Max was something that you had as a streaming service and you had to let go of for a month or two, you get it half off for six months. And this has become the home for DC content. I mean, they've got so much that they offer. I mean, you could literally do a marathon of your days off and watch Titans or Doom Patrol you could take advantage of a Harley Quinn animated series, which every single one of us on this podcast would absolutely recommend. I mean, there's so much that's there, not just the TV series, but also the movies that are being offered. If you've missed anything, now is the time. Brad, what about you? I don't want to speculate what this means from a bit, you know, from the business side of things. Are they losing money or, or you know, are they in need of subscriptions? Um because the, the as far as HBO Max go, it's been a risky year for Warner Brothers because right. they decided to put all those movies right onto HBO Max and in the theaters instead of just in the theaters. And I can't help but think that that was in some ways a financial hit. And now that they are discounting the subscription, I, I hope that they're not that they're not suffering because, like you said, there is so much so much incredible content on there um i mean even the dc stuff alone you can spend days watching everything and that's before you even get into the hbo stuff which is really good and so yeah if you if you are listening and you haven't gotten hbo max now's the time definitely do it and if you're listening to a dc podcast though you should have already gotten it so long ago but yeah if you haven't definitely now is the time and our last bit of news uh we finally got to see the or hear the, the debut of batman the audio adventures on hbo max uh, have you had a chance to check this out i have not and i'm looking this over and i'm like but why why haven't i looked at this this seems so cool so what I'm seeing here is that they have all kinds of, of people coming in, like Jeffrey Wright as Batman, Rosario Dawson as Catwoman, and John Luigazamo as Riddler. And it, it just seems like this is just them having fun as these characters and doing little adventures and exploring different avenues. DC has been very, very bold in their choices of platforms. And this is something that for me and for me personally is a really cool thing to see them stretch, stretch their wings and kind of test out because it's, it's something completely new and different. I don't think I've ever seen anything that's like this where it's, you know, the audio adventures. What about you, Brad? Yeah, I think it's really cool that not only is it just a podcast, but it's actually on HBO max with a little animation right there. And, um, it's so much fun. So definitely, definitely check it out. Uh, we we talked a little bit about this, you know, on the podcast before this audio adventures. But now that people got a chance to see it and see what it really is, I think that, um, you know, 
it, it's a perfect reason to get a HBO Max subscription at this point because it is right. <laughs> they're discounted now. So you know, so definitely, definitely check this out. And yeah, you're absolutely right. DC is do, doing so much fun stuff with their characters, and they are they're very bold with how they get them out there. And there's something literally for everyone in, in DC at this point. So you know, I'll, I'll finish up by saying that it is a once again, like I always say, a great time to be a, a DC fan. And that will wrap up a, another episode of the DC Comics News uh, podcast. But before we go, Kendra, is there anything that uh, anything about these stories that you wanted to mention or anything that you are reading or watching in the DC world these days that you'd want to talk about? Well, I mean, honestly, when it comes to these stories alone... I really like that we get to end on the HBO Max note because so many of these stories had to deal with with either TV series or animated or like you said, like the one we just went over where it's a podcast basically with little animation. I mean, all of these things can be found on HBO Max. So if you are a fan of these series, not that we're sponsored by HBO Max, but that's where to find them. So as a fan that you can enjoy them as well, because like you said, Brad, Right now, it is such an amazing time to be a fan, not only of comics in general, but for the DC universe. There's so much that's happening, so many new things that are going on. So, I mean, of of these stories, I like that DC is is spreading their wings again and, and dominating. And I love that. I love that they're testing out new new areas and avenues for their characters to reach fans that may not have had access to it before. That's so cool to me to see a company do that and, and actually try to include their fans that way. So for me, I, I love what they're doing. I, right now I don't think DC could do wrong and I have to join you on the Mikey train and be like, spring it, just get yeah. it. <laughs> what yeah. about you? Yeah. Well, well said. I mean, it is, there's just so much, fun stuff that they are doing with their characters uh whether it is in the tv shows and the movies and so much cool things going on in comics and we've had you know the ya graphic novels um and things like the batmobiles tv show for the little kids and teen titans go um there's just there there's no excuse for anybody who likes comics to not find their niche within dc right now um because if you can't find it you're just not looking hard enough um it's there there's so much going on and i would say too if if you happen to be listening to this for whatever reason and haven't gotten a dc book or been involved with the dc world in a while and just wouldn't want to dip your foot back in there's so much so much to take in and uh uh it's just now now's the time so, all right. Well, uh, now, as far as uh, us, you can find DC Comics News wherever you find your podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts, you can find us and you be sure to listen to our other uh, shows as part of the DC Comics News uh, podcast network, uh, the I Am The Night, an episode by episode breakdown of Batman the Animated Series, uh, Spinner Rack, which is a, uh, a spotlight on the five best DC books of the week in the Harley Quinn Mad Love podcast, uh, which is, of course, about the Harley Quinn Animated Series. And you can check out our YouTube channel uh, for DC Comics After Dark. So, yeah, there's uh, a lot there for DC fans to check out. And Kendra, where can people find you on the Internet if they wanted to reach out and say hi? Oh gosh, let's let's see. If people want to meet me on the interwebs and have a discussion with me, um, Twitter is probably the easiest way to do so. It's where everybody else finds me. Um, I am at Devour All Words and Devour All Comics on Twitter. Um, and sometimes I get to appear with lovely people on this podcast. Brad, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me writing news reviews at dccomicsnews.com, and you can find me on the Harley Quinn Mad Love podcast, and you can follow me on Twitter at ZuckyB1. And before we go, I just wanted to give you a shout-out, Kenja, for having your 
uh, pull quote on the back of the stray dogs trade. They called my name. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, congratulations on that. I bought it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) It's not even out yet. I pre-ordered it. I was like, oh my goodness. All right. But yeah, if, if you haven't had a chance non-DC content, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't had a chance to check out what Stray Dogs is, Stray Dogs is probably one of my favorite new series that has come out in 2021. They have combined emotional roller coasters, I'm not gonna lie, have tissues, because I cried halfway through the series all the way to the end. It is brilliant. Uh, Tony Flex and Trish Forrester, I believe is how you say her last name, they are absolutely genius with their characters. It is one of the most unique concepts I have ever read. And if you're a horror lover, they have variant covers of some of the most famous horror movies with their characters on them. It is absolutely amazing. So, Brad, if you haven't read it yet, you need to. Oh, I picked it up. Uh, and I it's 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 at the absolute top of my list. So I will definitely re- be reading it by the end of the week. So have tissues. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you don't cry reading it, you're not you're, you're not you can't be crying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I'm sure I will. I can comics hit me emotionally a lot of times, so I'm sure I will. So and with that, we're going to wrap up by saying something that everybody should be doing, and that is to read more comics. Bye, everybody. <laughs>